Betches Media presents At Betches, a podcast hosted by Betches co-founders Aileen Drexler, Jordana Abraham, and Sammy Sage. Before they were business partners, they were close friends who've known each other since elementary school. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. Get to know the women who've been making us laugh since 2011. Who allowed you to take my breath away? This is At Betches. This is gonna be just like senior year, except for funner. Hello, and welcome back to the App Betches podcast. I'm Sammy. And I'm Eileen, and Jordan is out today, so it's just the two of us, so it's like diet starts tomorrow without talking about anything that has to do with <laughs> yeah. food or dieting. <laughs> we have so many things to cover, a lot of TV, um, some Betches updates to share, so we have a good episode ahead. Yeah. Um, just before we get into things, we did want to acknowledge, obviously, the situation in Ukraine, which is ongoing, and you know all the refugees, all the people who are really, um, you know, it's obviously a very hard time and a very sad thing. So before we get into our little lighter conversation, we just wanted to acknowledge that that is going on. Say that our hearts and our minds are going out to them, and. Um, yeah, we're going to just try to have a conversation that will let you put your brain on the shelf for a minute, maybe, you know, get your mind off of those, you know, some of the more serious things and yeah, just chat, pop culture and fun. We're missing Jordana, obviously. She is, she's out because of our mission. secret project that we oh. have been teasing. She's on a mission. <laughs> she's on a secret mission. <laughs> we have sent her and, you know, we're going to reveal the secret mission in time. In a month. That's about how long. That's about how long it's happening. Um, oh, speaking of Jordana, I have to tell everyone since I, we, so we were all three in a wedding this weekend of one of our besties, Ariel, shout out Ariel, Garty, Garty just got married. Um, happy wedding. Um, so at this wedding, (laughs) I was literally, so I was literally telling everybody about a guest on you up. Like I'm not even, it's not even on my podcast (laughs) so everyone actually on this episode when we talked about like who is your celebrity crush like I said actually it was Andy Samberg but now I have a new one since I've been obsessed with Marvel during the pandemic okay so Sebastian Stan I said this episodes before many episodes on half etches and Sebastian Stan is coming on or they were recorded yesterday on you up i was not allowed to join <laughs> shadily the recording but um was it remote yes yes i oh, think so they, you they couldn't record- just i couldn't, couldn't even pick say, something yeah. up at the office oh my god <laughs> but i literally spent the whole like casually just thinking, oh you want to get a drink short do you know who's coming on benches <laughs> sebastian stan and um well i texted rusty i was like guess who's coming and he's like who i was like winter soldier and he's like your boyfriend <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> like yes sebastian stan's really cute um he's so cute is it pathetic that i only know him as carter Basin carter. from gossip girl he was in no like three episodes of gossip he was girl like, he was like cute then never really my crush you should see him in winter soldier but he doesn't look like i wouldn't say he looks like he looks like in um gossip girl 10 in, years ago no, in in tommy and pa- pam and tommy pam i didn't and watch tom. that either Tom and Pammy. Tom and Pammy. <laughs> what is the show? Um, he doesn't really like, he, I think he had to lose a lot of weight for it. But oh my God. I even like one of our friends, she was like, she was like, oh, I don't really know what he looks like since, you know, Gossip Girl. I'm like, oh, let me pull it up. So I took her phone and I was showing her Google it. 
Oh my I gosh. Very you much were objectifying like, you're Sebastian hot for Stan. Sebastian Stan. I told you, okay. Rusty knows he's my boyfriend. I actually think I read once that like he he doesn't really like acting. Like I think he's not like happy as an actor. <laughs> he's not into acting, I think. I'm gonna but go he back keeps and take taking like that. pretty big roles. So Yeah, well, you know, what's he gonna do? Go like become a baker? Like, you know what I mean? Maybe. Like, I mean, maybe, maybe, but maybe, <laughs> maybe. Um, so yeah, so everyone, whenever that episode on you up comes out, everyone go listen to it. Apparently, they p- played Red Flag or Deal Breaker. I got all of the scoop. <laughs> they played oh, Red wow. Flag or Deal Breaker, and he loved it. <laughs> That's um, exciting. That's exciting. I like I like Lily Lily James too, but she's also in Pam and Tommy, isn't she? I know she's Pam. She's Pamela oh, Anderson. Yeah, and he's Tommy Lee. Okay. Okay. What well, what's going on? Anything? Anything exciting in your life? Or well, one one more thing I have to add is that someone okay. DM'd me, um, <laughs> saying like, "How could you guys in in our HBO segment last week when we were like naming our favorite HBO shows?" Someone goes, "How could you forget Game of Thrones?" And I was oh, like, "Because it's not my favorite." I, but yeah, but it is. And like, we didn't even mention it. We forgot about Game of Thrones. My dog is named Lady Sansa. <laughs> the trendy dog <laughs> name, I guess. Um, here's why I think. Okay, that is that I I understand. I think we I, forgot I'm it. Surprised that I didn't even throw the the, the name in there, be, or like any or none of us did. It is definitely not one of my top three shows. So whatever. But um, yeah, I think Game of Thrones sort of like a little bit blew it with that final season. I agree. Because I don't I think because yeah. it went out with a whimper instead of a bang. I agree. Um, I think that's why people don't think about it. It got weird. Whereas The Sopranos literally looms very large in people's minds. The finale. You think of the finale when you think of Sopranos. People still talk about it. Right. You're right. Like the 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 Game of Thrones is on for many many years. The Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones is on for like it is the game. Many many years, and the beginning was really good. Like when they. You know, spoilers ahead, but when they like chopped off Ned Stark's head, like those, the Red Wedding, like there were epic episodes, really fucked up episodes, right. but the last season just, you know, soiled. It kind of started like pre streaming, not obviously pre the existence of streaming, but it started before streaming was like as um, like prevalent, prevalent, but like dominant, I would say, really. And so that it, it did have those big like Sunday night camaraderie moments. Yes. Uh, but I also I think Euphoria actually has better ratings now than Game of Thrones did or, or the finale like topped it or something. Listen, we all know that scratchy PJs can make a cranky kid. I want my kids to be comfy when they sleep and are rested in the morning. And that's why I snuggle them up in Little Sleepies. Little Sleepies makes award-winning bamboo PJs that moms rave about. I am, said mom, I am obsessed with Little Sleepies. They are so, so, so soft. I just got one that was the Checkmates Zippy for my son, Lucas. It's so adorable. And it's limited edition, so everybody go check it out. Little Sleepy's Zip Romper Pajamas, a.k.a. Zippies, the ones that I got, were designed with thoughtful details like fold-over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make the middle-of-the-night diaper changes easier. Made from the buttery, soft, custom-milled Luna Luxe Bamboo Viscose, their Zip Footy Pajamas are gentle on sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about the most? How long they fit. And Little Sleepies makes the best baby shower gift. They have inclusive sizing from preemie to adults 3X. There are also nursing and pregnancy-friendly styles available for adults. So try a pair of Little Sleepies today. 
Fair warning, you'll never go back. You can try Little Sleepies for yourself by visiting littlesleepies.com. Plus, get 15% off your order on littlesleepies.com with code BETCHES. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-L-E-E-P-I-E-S.com with promo code BETCHES. Should we talk about Euphoria? Yeah. Did you like the finale? Um, uh, Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I like... I can't get Julia Fox out of my head. Okay, I feel like on this show, and generally, I, I'm always just like, I'm very inclined to say that I liked something, but still have like thoughts on it that are not necessarily like 100%. Like, this was perfect. Um, I liked it. I think it's a good show. Like, it's an engaging show. It's interesting. We didn't really need the five-minute serenade. Could have skipped it. But oh, I loved that song. I knew you were going to say you loved it. I was like, Aileen loves this I song. Loved she wishes the a boy song. sang this to her in high school. No, not to me. I was just like, this is a really sweet song. And, and I wasn't he has a the really romance. good voice. And, and he has I was a really like, good voice. I, I loved still his don't voice. think Elliot's real. I still don't think he's real. I believe that. Yeah. He still was just with Rue. The thing that I didn't get, like, okay, so I saw a lot of people's reactions before I watched what happens, but I avoided spoilers. Like, mm. people like crying and... I just didn't – I was like – I thought Rue was going to die when I – I thought that was, like, going to happen at the end of this. But then I realized, no, that's not really possible because this is about the guy who created the show and he's and she's Rue. sitting in the play. Yeah. Well, maybe she wasn't real. Like, maybe she's watching right. this from above. Uh, you know what I mean? Right, right. And I was – like, because I thought maybe that was going to happen, I was a little bit underwhelmed about what was going to happen. And I also thought all of that was kind of avoidable, like the way that Ash right. died. Like, don't you agree? Well, I didn't see any like, um, I didn't see any like specific spoilers. Like I only saw general vibes. <laughs> um, you know, I knew whatever he didn't spoiler ahead. He didn't make it. Fez didn't make it to the play. Like I knew something happened with like Faye yeah. helping them. Like so, I sort of knew generally like where things were gonna go. But I don't know. I didn't really. It, it, I agree. It wasn't like I didn't cry either. It wasn't like that moving to me. I don't know. I didn't feel like as I guess. I personally don't some people think did. that they develop Fez's character enough for me to feel such extreme emotions over his love for Ash. No, I think they well, I think they developed his character. I don't think they developed Ash's character enough. Like Well, they they definitely didn't. I didn't get the relationship, yeah. but maybe you're supposed to feel like, oh, his brother died, but like I still don't I mean they did. They told a story of, like in the first season. But I don't know. Maybe I just kind of felt disconnected to the episode. It was just very slow. But I I did pay attention when the song because Elliot's voice was just fucking amazing. It was so good. I mean, it was a long song. Like I was like, oh, I thought this would end like three minutes ago. He but sounds yeah. He sounded it's, his song sounded like it should have been in like the Garden State soundtrack. <laughs> it was, it was so vibe. good. I loved um, it. What did you make of the end with like ruined jewels? Like nothing really came Not, of that. They they just kind of ended their friendship um relationship i guess i don't know what i don't know what that means what's going to happen it for still the next... feels like open it still feels like open-ended yeah i don't know it didn't make me like think much this finale no me either me either um the except cringiest... i did like the nate thing i like that he gave up his dad i had a feeling that the end of this season would result in cal getting held accountable in some way for his you know, I liked sexual that assaults because you know he, you see him bringing you see him bringing like the gun, but then really he just kind of gets his dad arrested, and it becomes very obvious that he like abused him, and now he's yeah. paying his 
dues for that. People always come after sort of the realism of euphoria with like the high school stuff. And I'm willing to mostly suspend my disbelief that like the principal is allowing Lexi's play to go on. Like, I don't care. That's all in the name of art. <laughs> there were there were no there were no yeah. teachers at this that this thing. Yeah. Like the there was a fight and literally nobody tried to break it up. Right, 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 right. And the mom was involved in the fight. Like, whatever. I will suspend my disbelief about like all the school things and like where their parents are, whatever. Nate doesn't strike me, but I can't suspend my belief disbelief over Nate's personality. He acts more like a 23-year-old or really more like a 27-year-old than he does uh-huh. a 17-year-old. Do you feel that, that way? Like his whole way of going about things does not feel like a 17-year-old even at all. But maybe that he – maybe. Maybe he um like needed to grow up because he had a severe trauma in his life. You know what I mean? Like he was deeply tortured – his dad abused him. I guess. It just felt very, you know how the plot lines in Gossip Girl are sort of like adult and ridiculous, like Blair Barry's right. the prince. That's that's what this scene felt like to me. Like a set like the kid turning Gave his up. dad in with has a gun with him. Like right, that with the police, all felt very Where was the mom in that? Yeah, I feel that like all, a, a kid wouldn't be able to do that without his mom. <laughs> that all felt very like a gossip girl plot to me. But how can you how can you like kind of um, forgive the rest of the show, but not this part? Because I the other things I chalk up to like surrealism almost because the show doesn't claim to be like a hundred percent true to reality. So the other things I'm like I can see it as their perception, sort of mm-hmm. of events, maybe. But this it's like the way the character is portrayed feels feels wrong. I thought Cassie going up though and like shouting about like her life felt very like how she would react. And yeah. then Maddie going, oh no, she's not going to fucking get away with this. That was like a really great, great scene. And yeah. then the mom coming in and trying to intervene. and But um, also loving the play because she loved how she was yeah. portrayed. Also, Cassie like revealed her sleeping with Nate by herself. By accident. Yeah. And right. Lexi was like, I wasn't, that wasn't in the play. <laughs> like, yeah, right. And then like everyone's like, wait, that happened to them. And then they were speaking in characters like, no, Marta did this. Or, yeah. <laughs> um, the part that I felt was touching, like realistically touching, was um, the mom like consoling um, Maude Apatow. What's her name? Lexi saying like, you've had to take care of people your whole life. And like sh- sort of showing that like she, it's almost, well, while, while uh, Cassie was like, oh, nothing's ever happened to you, nothing, blah, 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 blah. But actually, like, so many things have happened to Lexi. And yeah. she's always had to play this, like, secondary character. And she sort of, th- that was acknowledged by her mom, which I felt was kind of touching in the way, like, she was, like, caressing her head. I liked that. Yeah. You know? I think she's, I, the mom has been a stealth um great character who has really really grown on me i wonder if that's like the actress that the actress is great. really well or or whatever it is that they decide to just give her more but i think she's such a good piece of the show um, totally she's so funny she's like almost the what's it called the voice of reason while being completely ridiculous but being like absurd totally yeah one thing that i did think that was you know slightly unrealistic but again i will just 
suspend disbelief is that they allowed the show to continue after <laughs> that fight. Like, was no right. one supervising? Like, was there security? There were no supervisors. No. You know, they, and they just continued the show. Like, wouldn't you think there you was would a end? brawl of children, underage children, yeah. brawling on stage? There, nobody ran up. There was no no administration. <laughs> zero. Yeah, literally zero administration. And how um, the other students are so afraid of Lexi? Like she's sixteen and she's running the entire thing. I know. Like, there's no but, one above but, her. I really enjoyed though when Zendaya cheered Lexi, Lexi, and it was like a big. Yeah. And then Lexi was like, "Yeah, the show is going on." I, I really, I thought it was like silly, but like it was silly. I would say. Yeah. One thing that I think does get lost in the like fantasy of the show is that Rue, Rue as a character is actually a really sweet, caring. Yeah, you know, nice girl and friend. And I think that it's disappointing that one thing the show does is that they they put the artsiness forward at this at the the expense of getting to learn more about the redeeming qualities of some of the characters. Like, I don't even know why I root for Rue. And then I'll see something like this and I'll be like, oh, she's actually like just a sweet girl who like yeah, she opiates to get rid of her de- her the pain of Why her dad died. For yeah, her dad died. That's I mean, her, I just like, sort of root for her because she's the protagonist. But you don't. Yeah. There's not that many moments where you get to see Rue. There's not that many moments Dearing where you get to see mo- like moments, Rue being yeah. like really human and like the sweet person that she is. Right, and it was um it was sweet like to see them kind of connect again her and lexi and i you i didn't know that they were best friends i feel like that was something exactly. that they introduced like, right no that was and, that that they introduced like first season that ruined lexi were best oh, friends i like you, you don't forget. remember you're like why would those two be best friends and then you're like oh they actually just, they would be they just don't really show that side of rue that much because they're busy showing her on like drug trips i just think they could right. do with like 35% less surrealism and Add a little bit more character, you know, exposition so that we can, like, Mm -hmm. understand why we care about these people or feel, like, more dimensional about them. Yeah. So what was your favorite thing of the whole season? Like, what thing that happened was either storyline or character or what's your favorite? What stands out? I I thought the, like, Nate, Maddie, Cassie – Love Triangle was the most engaging storyline for me. I just yeah, because I of like the actors involved and like it felt the most re- like not real. They're all of it I think could be real, but it felt the most um it more felt more relatable than Rue trying to right. You know, take a suitcase of $10,000 worth of drugs, right. you know, from an old lady. So, yeah, I thought that was really interesting. You know, the, the friendship dynamics. What about you? The memorable moments for me, definitely Cassie's acting. Like um, like the way when she started to kind of lose it mm-hmm. and like hysterically scream at various people. <laughs> I thought that yeah. was memorable. Like her whole – the like you said, the love triangle was really good. Um, I thought Cal's like whole storyline and episode stood out to me. But oh. the part that stood out to me like that – is memorable to me is like the emotions I felt in the beginning of that episode with the sister. Like I said, the sister yeah. made me really feel a lot of 
deep emotions and like felt really sad and you really felt what it's like to have like a family member who's um, struggles with addiction. And I thought like it really, they did a great job both in acting and setting the scene to make you feel like to step into that, what it's like to be in that family, to live in that home. Yeah. I think that really stood out to me. And I thought Zendaya's acting was a really good, like in, during this, during the serenade, like her, the emotions. I found this TikTok, this guy, this actor, acting coach that I follow on TikTok. And he like, um, he like goes over different types of scenes in movies. And he like, one oh, of the things cool. he does is, is, um, yeah, definitely. He like, describes Zendaya's acting like the way that she kind of acts through her emotions and her facial expressions and it can make you cry and like that's that's kind of what I felt in that moment although the song was so good <laughs> but um yeah those are the things that kind of stood out but definitely Cassie I thought thought stood out like she was the breakthrough star of this whole season Totally. I I also think I mean Sydney Sweeney's obviously on the rise what I what I liked about this season is that, or just in general, the show is that like they're not afraid to do something a little crazy and like worry about if people like it. You mm. know, they really go all the way with what they're doing and they're asking you to suspend disbelief and just to take what you're watching for what it is. And I like that. Yeah. I like the thing that. that I, the thing that I felt like Kat felt like she took a backseat role. Yeah. Um, that, that I think was like really due to, um, like her, IRL right? situation. Yeah. Like who told did there you was, tell us that? That's like being that's sort of I, I I probably told you that, but it is like I didn't discover it. You know, I yeah, think I read um, that it's too, pretty I well it's it's documented some places that there was tension or I don't know, she some didn't sort like of the way the disagreement. Direction yeah. With what they were gonna do for her character. Yeah, so that he, he really? sort of like wrote her out a little bit to some extent. Yeah, right. Because, like, she had this relationship and then it just kind of dwindled. Like, it didn't – it fizzled and it wasn't – there was not a lot of, like, introspection there, I felt like. It was like, oh, I don't really like him. He's too nice. Like, it didn't – Yeah, the there whole – not... I mean, I just – yeah, I think it probably would have – it probably was a piece of something that made more sense when she had a full – a full fully story. developed story. But, you know, it's – what's – what is annoying there is, um like, sort of the chance for, like, body representation. Right. Um, could have was really I think that was kind of her the theme of her first season um and that you know kind of unfortunately, she just kind of became a sidekick again yeah like exactly. chasing after Maddie exactly yeah so yeah. that was a little disappointing but I can uh knowing that it was based on like interpersonal real stuff I can be more forgiving of it rather than it being like an artistic choice Although yeah. maybe it was an artistic choice and that's why there was interpersonal stuff. I don't know. Who knows? We we don't really know. Speculation. Yeah. We've all been there, trying to fit everything we might need for a trip, only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams. But with base, there's room for everything. 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip? No problem. Deciding between a few pairs of shoes? Bring them all with base. It is my go-to travel bag. I love that the bag expands because I'm a chronic overpacker and it still fits in the overhead compartment. It just makes it so much easier to travel when I know there's a special place for everything. It makes me feel like a more organized version of myself. And I love that cushioned handle. I always get compliments on it too from anyone who's helping me with my bags. Base is thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360 degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, 
washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the Weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash betches. Go to basetravel.com slash betches for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash betches. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Think of yourself like a bottle of sparkling water. Get too shaken up and you're eventually going to burst. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. I've been to therapy for many years and I love that when I have a big problem, I don't have to wait and let it fester and let it get bigger. I can start bringing it up in therapy and talk through it before it becomes an even bigger problem. Figuring out how to find coping skills when I've encountered anything that triggers me or stresses me is one of the main things that I've really learned from therapy and has helped me so much in my life. It's helped me to be a better version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. I always think that after there's like a big show, I wish that there was like a, there was like an AIM chat room that we could all go into and talk about what we just watched. Yeah. And like we could talk with all the Betches listeners and like we could like get into it. Maybe exactly. we'll work on that for you guys. We'll work on that for you guys. I feel like that's what's missing here. We need to discuss more with I you guys. I know. Exactly. Um, I can't just like bombard Sammy with text messages. But um it, speaking right, it's like it's like I want more people's in I want more people's like opinions. Like I wanna yeah, like, I wanna react to a lot of opinions. Yes, agreed. I wanna hear theories, but I wanna hear it of like the betches community. You know what I mean? Exactly. Not just like randos on Twitter. Um, right. That's what I'm looking for when I'm at I'm looking at Reddit, you know. You know what? We're gonna maybe make that for you guys. So just hold pull off. up an old AOL chat room yeah. that you have to um <laughs> don't will you hear the dial up when you enter? If you'd be into that, message us, message me, message Sammy at Aileen at Sammy. You know Sammy. it's inconvenient, but you know. So, okay, wait. I need to talk about something before we talk about Bravo, which is I need to redact or retract certain statements I made about the Anna Delvey show because uh-huh. I gave it a chance. <laughs> and thanks How to- How long of a chance? I watched the whole- I'm almost whole done thing? with okay. the, the whole thing. Okay. Um, I Because I was going on a on the flight to to our friend's wedding- and I was like, okay, I guess I could download this. So I downloaded a few episodes. And um, mm-hmm. I, I don't turn on Wi-Fi on planes. I hate it. I enjoy that I can turn off the internet yeah. for a little and just mm-hmm. focus on nothing. <laughs> yeah. So um, <laughs> like that is my reprieve. <laughs> okay, so I watched the show and I like kept watching it. Once you get over the hump of like maybe the first episode, maybe the second episode – it gets really good. Like, okay, I, Anna yeah, Klumsky, like like Chumsky, Klumsky, Chlumsky, Chlumsky. What an unfortunate last name. Um, <laughs> she overacts so much to yeah, me. That's does. kind of the most, a little bit most annoying thing. Like her facial expressions, like literally contort her face as if like she's I think that's just upside her face. down. 
No, but she, but you can control your acting so that your face doesn't literally that is like what acting is like swirl. I don't know. But yeah, but like people have facial features that like move. Like, no, but okay, but that's she, her face. Okay, but you know what I mean. I'm not like I'm not talking about like her and a woman's aging face. I'm just saying like her. No, I know she has over, very expressive face. Over expresses her face in this show. I think she does you know it in I mean? all her shows. I, think I didn't feel like she did that in Veep as much. I, I I feel like anytime I see her, she has a very like expressive face. Like some people have that. I mean, that's an asset it, you could say as an actress. Like people probably hire her for that. Perhaps, but, but yeah. I felt I mean, look, it, the vision it, it, for the show was not what you know. I kind of. I want to keep I kept watching I couldn't stop I was like oh I need to know what happens next and I also like looked up her Anna Delvey's Instagram account and I saw like the real Neff and I looked up what like real Rachel looks like and all of these things and the thing okay her accent like it once she figured it out I felt like the first episode like the actress was trying to figure it out like she could not get it because it was going into like Irish territory right. and British territory which really she needs to stay within German and Russian and right. she kind of figured it out but still like it was not like it was not good like I the, the Russian was was not good you know too much Russian it was fake. Or no, not it was good bad Russian. Russian, not good Russian. So I like I obviously know what a Russian accent sounds like. I can do one very well. Do it. Um, do it. Well, she just does things like you're fat. Like that's not <laughs> like you know when she calls, yeah. I'm just like, why are you yeah. wearing that? Like it's just not correct. And to me, it was kind of made it like a parody, which I. Then I leaned into the fact that the show was kind of a parody. And so yeah. that's why I started to really like it a lot. And um, I kind of now I'm questioning, like, I don't really, I don't know what happens. I'm still, I'm you're not, look, you're not alone. Like my mom watched the whole thing. She enjoyed it. So, you but know. I just want to say in the beginning, I talked so much shit about it. I couldn't get through it, but then I gave it a shot. And because I was distractionless, I got through it. And I do you, do you know what happened with like the best friend? I don't remember. Well, basically the best friend's like her ride or die. She's still her friend. And she does, she like really appreciates her hustle and all of that uh -huh. stuff. And I was like, I'm trying to like understand that. But I don't know. Anyway, if you're with me, message me. Maybe we could talk we on AIM. <laughs> okay, we could talk. Yeah. Okay, wait, before we, um, I know we want to talk about Bravo. Um, and I just thought of something that we should talk about. I'm back for seconds. We should talk about Jackie Goldschneider and her um, yes, her, her eating disorder. Yeah. Let's talk Doesn't about that on back sad. for seconds after this. Combo. So tune in if you want to hear that, our analysis of that. But and we will talk about Bravo in a second. But I have to tell you the one thing I have been paying attention to this week that is not um, Ukraine. <laughs> okay. You're going you're gonna to be like, where is this coming from? So apparently – there's this like dance, religious, cult management company in LA that uh -huh. has been bubbling to the surface. And it is a fascinating story. Do you want me to tell it to you? What's the name? It doesn't have an it, – it could be called 7M, but it doesn't have a name. It's a secret. It doesn't okay, have wait. a footprint. Yes, yes. I want to hear. Okay. And what do you mean the surface? Where are you reading these things, Reddit? No, um, <laughs> no, I'm not reading it on Reddit. My friend Kate Kennedy, aka Appy There in Five, she first, she's the first person I saw flag it, and then I did my own investigating, and 
I mean, it's all out there. It's like a thing that is sort of bubbling up right now. So basically, I'll explain it. Okay. I'll tell you why I discovered it. So there's, you know, when like in the beginning of quarantine, when TikTok was like big into the dancers and people were like doing really, you know, people got really big on their TikTok dances. Yes. Do you remember that? Okay. So apparently there, there were these two sisters, Melanie and Miranda Wilking, who had an account together. They were really big. You should look, you could look them up. It's at the Wil- the Wilking sisters right now, I think. So okay. whatever. They got really big and they blew up um, on TikTok or whatever. And then all of a sudden, without any clear reason why, the sisters who were like super close and like loved mm-hmm. each other and like not in a bullshit way. Like it wasn't for publicity. They were like really obsessed with each other. They're like from Michigan, nice girls, whatever. Um, one of the sisters just disappeared and she like deleted her whole thing and then whatever. And no one says anything about it. Like the other sister never like spoke about it, whatever. What do you mean disappeared? Like disappeared from social media? From like social media. TikTok? From, from like their, from their shared social media. Okay. Okay. She shows back up and she's married to her boyfriend from before. Her name is changed. Her old videos are gone. And she and her – she's completely cut ties to, like, every single person other than, like, this boyfriend, now husband. Okay. They Which one is this, up. Melanie or Miranda? Miranda. Her okay. thing her, – her, her handle is now – it's Miranda Derrick, D-E-R-R-I-C. Um, and her husband is this guy, James Derrick, a.k.a. B-Dash. So I'll refer to them as both during the – during this explanation. Wait, it's kind so, of funny because wait, if you go to their it's it's Wilkings, the Wilking sisters, they tag both of their personals and w- the Melanie Wilking is correct. It has she has 146,000 yeah. followers, but then they tag Miranda Wilking, but if you click it it's 1600 followers, it's not correct. Because there is no more Miranda Wilking. Her ne- her thing now is it's Miranda Derek and you'll see she has like a million followers and she has grown so much from these like really high quality dancing videos and she'll dance oh, with wow. like her husband like whatever yeah. so this now it's now been a year that she has that like she has not associated with like her sister her family anyone from like before yeah and it it was just like unclear people didn't really know for like a year then like okay. a few days ago the sister Miranda, uh Melanie and her parents do an Instagram live where they and it is really wild where they talk about how like a year ago Miranda like joined this like she was part of this like religious dance troupe type of group uh-huh and like a year ago she basically she was like going to it she got really into it Melanie was going to it also but like then she missed like one service and they harassed her over missing it so she got really Melanie. freaked out. Melanie. And she like okay. distanced herself from it. But Miranda like kept going and like just got more and more distant from her family and like whatever. Okay. She then like she literally cuts off contact with her family, her grandparents, her cousins, her Miranda. aunts, her uncles, okay. everyone. Miranda. And sh- they don't know where she like is living and whatever. They they can't get in touch with her. They show up to where like the church thing is it's like it's unclear exactly what it is because there's no digital footprint but it appears that it's sort of like a church and management company sort Uh of combined almost doing like what i assess as like to be like a sign a mini scientology Scientology. model 
Yeah, you yeah. Know, I was gonna but say not that really Scientology model, but the the that model of like combining religion and success, and like they'll get you jobs and they'll you know they'll help right. you out. So I mean, they it does seem to be clear who the like owner is. Like the people involved know who it is, but there's no way to like reach them if you go to the building. No one will answer. Like they just they they just posted a a lawsuit um on the the Wilking sisters Instagram. They just posted a lawsuit. Um, is the guy's name called Robert the- Shin? Yes, and it's called the Shekinah Church. Shake, shake, yeah, yeah, exactly. Shekina? I th- I think so. So yeah, but th- that's this isn't who the they guy are she married, right? No, 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 no. The she she married a guy named B Dash or James Derrick. Oh, <laughs> I was gonna say they're claiming that these are the people who this is an old lawsuit that they're showing against that Robert Shin guy who apparently like runs the management company. So, okay, so the sister does this live with her parents. It's, like, heartbreaking because they cannot reach their kid. Like, but however, she's, like, perf- filming videos on, like, Hollywood Boulevard and, like, Rodeo Drive. So it's, like, they know she's alive and, like, yeah. quote, unquote, well, apparently. But she will not speak to them. She will not answer. She will not, whatever. They have no contact with her. And then in response to the live, she claims she puts a story like with text, like not her speaking to camera, like claiming that like she just cut ties with them because basically they said that like her parents were like racist towards her husband because he's black. Uh-huh. So she claims like that's sort of why they cut ties um, and that no one else in the group cuts ties with their family, but like she did because of the situation. But then other people start to come out and say, like, my friends in this in this troop yeah. too. And other people talk about, you know, then you know, you're hearing it from other people who are like, I know someone who's part of this. And yeah. So but so, it's a specifically a dance tr- like a dance. It's specific cult. for this particular type of dance which I need to do more investigation on that like style of dance, but apparently there's some sort of like religious element potentially or like background to it. I'm going to do more research on that. But she went on the Ellen show. Yeah, she's like really successful now. Like the thing is they make them really successful, highly visible, but they do not let them talk to their families. And it's like what is really going on behind the scenes of this is what people are want to know because there are all these dancers in this group 7M, like this management company, mm-hmm. who all kind of cut off contact with their families and they get really big. And it's like, how do this, what 7M, is this? 7M, yeah. It's in her thing. Yeah. Right? Wow. Interesting. Oh my God, I love a mystery. Yeah, so keep your eye out, um, everyone. But like, Everyone, you think you think it's like a Scientology thing? It sounds like that's there. Scientology like, does this kind of thing. It sounds like he kind of like wanted to create his own mini version. Yeah. What does the husband have to do with, with dancers? The husband's also. He's in it. it seems like was also pulled into the. He's in cult thingy. He's in the, the cult. cult. He's married to someone and he has else. One point eight million followers. Yeah, there was someone else who wrote like. I think they were writing about like their friend's testimony or like a similar cult experience where like they were kind of like convinced to get married and like forced to stay together. And yeah, there's a lot to read about it. I mean, there's actually not that much to read about it, but there is a decent amount to go through in like people's highlights. 
So well, after this, I'm happy there in five. Look at the Wilking Sisters. I'm sure you could Google it. You know, I'm it's very watch interesting. Their, their um thing. Incredible because, dancers. Yeah, no, wow. That. Because it's funny because it, the Wilking Sisters Instagram goes from like all these dance moves that they have together, and then all of a sudden, like the family crying posts. You can of, read like, their captions like from before. They seem really like genuinely really close. Like people who you'd make fun of because they're like, how are you so close? That's Kim. Fucking right. Weird. You know? <laughs> but they right, are. Right, but they right. were. Right. I want to okay, watch. Well, that'll be something for you to do later. Wow. Okay. Thanks for sharing all of that info. I'm excited to sort of watch these things and like, you know. Also, Get you said this morning, you know what I w- woke up to this morning, everyone? A text from Sammy of a link to Reddit about a <laughs> – about like what an essay a girl on, wrote a wrote a psychology wrote paper a, diagnosing hilaria baldwin, hilaria baldwin. <laughs> and i i respond to her oh boy <laughs> okay well i'm just saying i gotta like, read it i know i gotta read it did you I read, read it? it okay well not yet not yet it's really okay. a very good summary so you okay, know well, i'm excited to read it and to it's important to keep your eyes out for these grips <laughs> and scams out there you know, yeah, speaking you of grifters and, and you can get pulled into a cult. So true, or get uh, scammed by Anna Delvey. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With twenty four seven U.S. based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code BETCHES20. Just go to NUULY.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code BETCHES20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's NUULY.com, Newly with two U's, and use code BETCHES20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. I'm Betch's co-founder, Aileen, and as you may know, we have been in the media game for a minute. And between meetings, podcasting, dinners, etc., I need a wardrobe that works with me, not against me. And that's why Lee is a staple in my wardrobe. I recently got this white jacket, jean jacket from Lee, and I got their button down. I must say that the quality is very, very good because when you wear a button down, it is very difficult to find one that doesn't kind of come apart. And this one is not only very soft and comfortable, like I can move my arms around, but I really, really like it. It just looks really cute. And it's like Western. Western's so in right now. And then I also love the white jacket I got. It's like off-white, but it has this blue stitching and it's like, I'm going to wear it over the shoulders, perhaps on my vacation. I'm just really into it. And 
Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. It's a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG and what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, that's L-E-E dot com, that's L-E-E dot com to shop spring looks now. All right, should we talk about Salt Lake City? Because they just, the first reunion aired, I love a reunion. What are your thoughts? Slightly underwhelming, but fine. Um, I can't get over Meredith's outfit. It's just just so so what happened to her i really liked her when we first were introduced to her i was like okay i see it she claims that she was going through a very very hard time with her family very distressing um yeah yeah no very distressing time she says that she her personality changed as you can see it i was when i I believe her whole explanation i actually am not sure if i believe it i feel like she was backtracking um maybe things were going on but i don't know if that was perhaps both but I was sort of like perhaps maybe the first season was just you trying to be perfect and hide your like you know control your image and this season things started to unravel for you and you could not control your image and this is how you always are though so that that was kind of my thought about Meredith um I saw this I saw this tweet maybe it was on Bravo by Betches but like the fact that you know we have Jen who's, you know, on trial for defrauding all of these people and you have Mary running a cult church and yet Lisa Barlow <laughs> is the is the um is the bad person here. <laughs> I like don't think people think Lisa Barlow's a bad person. Like I I, I, I think people but they're all I, maybe, ganging up on her. Right. I didn't really understand my like Heather was so anti Lisa. Like it felt weird after they had Something sort of happened. reconciled. Or it seems like they had sort of, you know, become closer. And then all of a sudden, Heather gets there and she's going so hard for Lisa. It's like, why? You, I want to like Heather and Whitney, but their opinions yeah. of everyone around them. I like Heather, I just completely but not, don't agree I, with. I think it, um, having her, like, Whitney's back makes her a little bit less credible. Um, although it was so funny when Lisa, Lisa was to, to Whitney, she's like, don't talk about my character. And Whitney goes, I will <laughs> not Whitney. Sorry. Heather goes, I will <laughs> and just like so casually. And I would like, I bursted out laughing. I was like, that was so great. I do think this franchise has some of the most ridiculous people, like not the most evil, but some of the most ridiculous I feel like Maybe Lisa Barlow would do so well in New York. Like that's all I I've been thinking. I was like, she I would totally be such agree. a New York housewife, except totally for the agree. fact that she's Mormon, which makes sense for Salt Lake. But true, she would be an amazing New York housewife, a wonderful addition. I agree completely. You know who would make a really a, who would fit in with Beverly Hills really well? Meredith Marks. Yes, but, she would be. Yeah. let's recast the whole show. <laughs> okay, let's do it. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Um, okay, so okay. Meredith, you're putting on her Beverly Hills. I so see yeah. that. She's yeah. great, you know, controlling the image, very into, well, I don't know how good she, good she is in fashion. If she moved to Beverly Hills, she'd be better. Right, um, right. Um, <laughs> I think Whitney's definitely an OC. A hundred percent agree with you. Yeah. I'm yeah. so with you on that. Yeah. Um, Jen Shaw. I think Jen Shaw, Potomac? Mm, 
She could also be in New York. No, no, no. Yeah. You can't put her in a room with Ramona. They would yeah, not you can. Go, they would not <laughs> do well together. Jen Shaw could be Wait, in Miami. I could see that. Yeah. Her like yeah, her fashion, her over the topness. She um the other funny meme was like like Jen, maybe you posted it. It was like um, the feathers. Jen's the feathers. Jen's, yeah. <laughs> Jen's perspective yeah. of yeah, everybody. So it's just feathers in her yeah. eyes. I was laughing so hard. Okay, where would Mary be? Mary's not a housewife. Mary could also be in Miami. <laughs> no. Think. Yeah. Mary, like Mary, doesn't act like a like her her housewifeness. She doesn't want to be there. You know what I mean? Like that's that's How the did problem. She even, like, did she know what housewives was? I don't know. Like. You know what I also thought was annoying that mm-hmm. Heather just decided to say that like that Mary's she, she started to like Mary after watching her like confessionals. Like, yes, yeah, some of Mary's like opinions were good in the confessionals, but they don't make up for all the fucking crazy racist fucked up shit she said on the show. Like and like all the other things she does like in her life. It was really also interesting to see Jen Shaw at church watching these people call mary like god the, the god. best fashion you were the most fashionable you were the most fashionable. <laughs> it was really i just i don't get how i, I mean, don't get how you don't want to just totally distance yourself from that it's yeah, weird to like, me still meredith will not share what is her connection with mary it doesn't make any sense. I almost feel like Mary does not want to be did not come to the reunion so they did not have to answer to those questions. I think that was probably like a bonus. <laughs> but I don't think that was like I don't think Mary cares about like making Meredith not answer, you know. I yeah, where would Mary be? What other so what other um I think Mary could only be in Miami cuz there's like a little bit of like a wackiness to all of them. Maybe. Yeah, she is quite wacky. Where could Heather be? I could see her on New York. I could Heather Jert, New Jersey. <gasps> no, Jen is great for New Jersey. Jen would be great for New yeah, Jersey. Yeah, I guess Jen would be on New Jersey. Where would Heather be? Heather would not make sense Heather for New be Jersey. On New York. Why? I could only I could see Heather on New York because she kind of tells it like yeah. it is. She's not like trying to be someone else. I eh, I don't think she's she sort would, of like a Leah Mob. I think she would be the worst character on New York. Maybe I think she would do well. Um, I mean, she's good for Salt Lake City. <laughs> She is. She's actually kind of good on because Salt Lake City. Because her whole thing is about being like a Mormon yeah. and like yeah. her ex-Mormon and all of that. Do we have and to what about Jenny? I guess not because OC. she's not a housewife anymore. Probably oh, she OC. Is from, she's from, she's from there. Where's she yeah, from? Long exactly. Beach. Long, Long Beach. I mean, she only said it 17 times this season. 17 so how could you times. forget? 17 times engaged. Yeah. 17 times. Um, yeah, but totally, I'm totally with you. And Whitney is so OC. Yeah. Like, perfect for it. Yeah. Jen, you, Jen, you said would be in Jersey and Heather would be New York. I can see it. No, I could Heather's... see Jen on, on Miami also, though. I could see, I right. could see my Mary on my, I think Miami has like the wackiness to it. Yeah, I guess. But so, so nobody would ever be on I Salt could see Lake. Heather in Jersey, too. Like, I think she's like tough. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> I can't stop. Um, but okay, so what did you think of so that you thought the reunion was underwhelming? Um, I just I, I think I just, so, but whatever, we'll see. We're not we didn't we'll get it. We didn't get that far yet. I really I really <clears throat> want to hear more about fucking Jen Shaw. Like I want to hear I want them to I can't wait till Andy asks coach if he knew 
stuff that was going on. Like, this is why I watched this gonna season. Say no. The best way to find stuff out about Jen Shaw is, or Eric Jane is by following Ronald Richards, the attorney. Because the, the, they don't, the, the housewives never say anything. I know. I mean, it's, they, they're not revealing anything about the, the, their situation. But like this whole, the whole like preview and the, the hook for this season was the scene at Beauty Lab and Laser. And we are not talking about it at all. And I want to talk about it. And uh, did you see Jen's trial was postponed till July now? Oh, that's it was supposed to happen this month. It was, in March. Yeah, it was supposed to happen like tomorrow or something. Yeah. Um, what's a, well, okay, here's the thing. I actually think it's like a testament to what Salt Lake City, what the, to Salt Lake City as a franchise that like there was this huge arrest and we didn't spend the whole season on it because can you imagine if we spend so much more time on it? Everyone be like, why are we only talking about Jen's arrest? How many more times are we going to talk about it? Like, there was so many parts of this season that I actually think it was a good season. You know, like, Maybe. not everything is going to be, you but know, the highest, about the top of the it, roller coaster. There wasn't enough. And it was almost like everybody was ignoring it because she, I mean, she is saying she's innocent. She's claiming she's innocent. But, like, there was nothing. Nobody was consi- Nobody was saying anything about it. Everyone was like almost ignoring that this is the big elephant in the room and then nobody just talked about it except I mean, they had those dumb or afraid of Jen. That's really exactly. Why. But talk about that. Who's going to talk about it? Who's I don't know. Say it's it? just, what do you think of Heather just being like, she's I'm a good friend and I'm going to stand behind her no matter what. Heather feels very human to me. You know what I mean? Like she, she feels like a very full person who comes Good parts, flaws. Like I enjoy right. watching her almost in the same way I enjoy watching Shannon Bedore, where it's like, I'm not saying I like like one of them, you know, what this isn't, I'm not comparing making saying that they're similar, but they both right. leave everything on the table. And I think that when someone does that on Housewives, you can't help but enjoy or like watching I them. Agree. Even if you don't agree with whatever everything about them. We're done here, but we don't have to be done in general because we're going to go record Die Starts Tomorrow Back for Seconds, where we're going to talk about New Jersey and Jackie Goldschneider's conversation about struggling with anorexia with her husband. So for those of you who don't know, Diet Starts Tomorrow Back for Seconds is our subscription to Diet Starts Tomorrow, where we just talk about all the personal shit, um, the deep convos, the secrets. Um <laughs> You know, everything, everything that you wanted to know. We give you but a, we, a deeper look into our personal lives and our feelings. And we just have a lot of feelings. Yeah. So if you want to subscribe, you can try it. You All you do is search Diet Starts Tomorrow Back for Seconds in Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And you can you can sign up and try it. And yeah, um, there's a free trial. Check yeah, we'll talk. Yeah, free trial. No commitments here. And it's for that person. And it's ad free, obviously. And you get the you get the regular episodes a day early. Also, I forgot about that, but yeah, very exciting. I think that is it for this week's at Betches podcast. You can follow me at Aileen. I'm at Sammy. And if you are feeling generous or just even whatever, please rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Follow us on Spotify. Leave us a five star rating. We really appreciate it. If you have something to say, a review, we would love it. And we will talk to you next week on the At Betches podcast. At Betches is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Be sure to follow At Betches on Instagram and send us your emails to podcast at betches.com.
Betches.